0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I do want to talk a little bit about their passing game, and I'm not going to lie to you, I kind of would have loved a Malik Willis start. I think mm-hmm. it, like watching him, especially against the Chiefs, was really fun. Was fun. Um, he's, he's the future of this team, it's very clear. Um, But they do have some guys, right? Robert Woods was one. They grabbed him in the offseason as a semi-replacement. There's no one really that can replace A.J. Brown, right? But um, semi-replacement, they grabbed him off the Rams. I know Packers fans actually would have loved to have him on this offense. Um, And they drafted Traylon Burks, which was another player that I think Packers fans would have really loved to see in a Matt Lafleur offense. This is kind of – he was touted as a little bit more of a gadget player because that's what he played – in um in college but i think he's been able to do a lot more than that for this titans offense he's had some injuries so he's been on and off the field i guess similar to some of the packers mm-hmm. uh, offensive weapons right but so they have guys and austin Hooper as kind of that vet that Tannehill can throw to he only Tannehill only needs to make a handful of throws every game to keep mm-hmm. this titans like he has to do the bare minimum a game manager and
2: that's it yeah. yeah
1: game manager don't make any mistakes he doesn't tend to make mistakes either he play like the titans i think play a pretty clean game so this is just going to be about stopping the run and hopefully the secondary can make a couple of make a couple of plays against this um this offensive core that doesn't really like jump off the page
2: It's shocking to go and look at, you know, the Titans depth in the wide receiver room and see that Robert Woods leads the team with 266 receiving yards through nine games, like 266 yards in nine games is insane. And for all you want to talk about, you know, everybody wants to talk about the Packers receiving core. And I know, you know, like Christian Watson will have inflated stats, obviously, after a really good performance, but like Lazard's almost at 500 Tunyon, the tight end, who hasn't seen too many looks the last couple weeks is over 300 at least. So, you know, like it's just, but again, when you when you just have to be a game manager and you just kind of need a couple shots here and there to sustain drives because you have a guy like Derrick Henry in the backfield, the expectation I think is a lot different for that kind of offense. But one of the things that I'm, you know, just really curious, you know, to see your thoughts on how they handle this is the Titans offense in the red zone, first in the league at uh, they're scoring a touchdown 76% of the time first in the NFL. And we've talked about it, you know, previous weeks where I think this is a game that you have to, to force field goals because if, if Derek Henry gets down inside the five, I, I don't lo- I don't love it. No,
1: <laughs> This Packers team in the red zones, really interesting. I would actually love to know where they stand um, on that list in terms of red zone defense, I mean, the key here, right, is to just not let a team get into the red zone. If you're if you the first in the league and you're scoring on 76% of red zone trips, that's huge. I mean, that's Packers 2020 offense level, right? So just don't let them get there. And if you're going to let them get there, I mean, again, I think it, it puts the Packers in a really, like, unadvantageous position because what they're going to end up doing is they're going to expect the handoff to Derrick Henry when you're down there. They're going to maybe – stack the box. It, everything gets condensed and then very easy for a Titans offensive you know, wide receiver tight end to just leak out and nobody's out there covering. It's just a bad formula for this Packers defense. I don't see it going well. We've seen it time and time again. So
2: just keep them out of the red zone. That's the answer. Yeah. The Packers defense is eighth in the league, actually in red zone defense, they're allowing a touchdown of 51% of drives, which is, is pretty good. And I, there's something about it. It almost, you know, I hate using the bend don't break with like the Mike Petton philosophy, but it feels like when they get to a condensed field, they take more shots and take more risks. And that's when you see like the Rudy Ford pick, like it's, it's almost like when they have too much field to work with, that's when they, you know, they play soft coverage, they play off and, you know, they're letting guys pick up chunk plays, but then when the field is condensed, to down like 10 yards, if you can stack the box against Derrick Henry, but then you let your your secondary, your DBs play you know, really kind of aggressive and physical, that's, I think, where we're, we're going to see some success from them. So Derrick Henry is still obviously the threat, I think, when you get down to the red zone, but I do think that we've seen some some nice moments from this Packers defense the last couple weeks capitalizing when they have that short, condensed field to work with. Yeah, and it's interesting you bring that up because I was going to
1: ask you question is love your thoughts on whether this is a perfect game for the Packers to play a little bit more man because it's a very I think evenly matched up offensively it's not like I mean even the Cowboys have I think more kind of offensive passing weapons we've seen it a couple of of the last few games but Titans don't really right so you can stick Jair on Robert Woods, their quote unquote number one all game. You can stick Rasul on Traylon Burks, and then have everyone else kind of deal with Derek Henry. And I think you're okay, right? You can you can play that more sticky man because you just don't have to sit in the zone and watch all the weapons and try to figure out. And Ryan Tannehill, he can he can use his legs, but he's not like the most mobile quarterback, so it's also not something like with a Justin Fields or some of the other mobile quarterbacks the Packers have seen where you're going to have to kind of spy and keep an eye on him either.
2: Especially coming off the ankle injury, you know, and we thought that with Daniel Jones, obviously, but I think Tannehill is going to be more hesitant in those opportunities because of the ankle injury that he just sustained and is just now coming back from. But I I agree 100%. There's no CeeDee Lamb. There's no A.J. Brown. There's no Justin Jefferson, you know, for this Titans offense right now that is gonna command the kind of attention that you'd want to put Jair on. So however you line up, you know, whoever is playing man to man, I think, you know, even Rasul could take Robert Woods. Like I feel yeah. comfortable with with the Packers secondary in those options in those, you know, moments, and those opportunities. I think you have to stack the box. And I think a large part of that again is because of the loss of Rashawn Gary. So you need to kind of funnel this offense through the pocket and they have to stay with that pressure coming in from, from that offensive line. Um, the defense has got to, you know, got to make Tannehill uncomfortable. you got to stuff Derrick Henry when you can, because if he gets outside of the tackles, it's, you know, that's when you're going to run into trouble though, is if you stack the box and then he gets out of the tackles because your, your corners are playing man. So I don't know. I, I, I hope that that is what we see. It feels like it makes the most sense from a defensive philosophy at this point, but we'll see. I don't think we've, we've seen too much that we, we predicted a lot would happen and then we haven't seen too much of it on the field. So I just, I think it's a big game. <laughs> true, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's gotta be a big game. I would love to see like a Quay Walker blitz. Yep. I did like the Darnell Savage blitzes. I thought that those, you know, kind of, you know, kept Dak uncomfortable against the Cowboys, so.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of
0: Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th
1: You have to add in pressure somewhere, right? You lose your star past rusher. You have one guy in Preston Smith who unfortunately is more of an in tandem with your star, right? Preston Smith gets his moments because of, everyone else doing their job on the line. And when you lose your Gary, he kind of has to pick up that slack. You're getting Kenny Clark. Who's just not showing up on the stat sheet nearly as much as you would like him to. He's getting double teamed a good amount, but no one, someone needs to like fill in and you're never going to fully, this is like a Devontae Adams question in the offseason. Like, how do you fill this hole? Like you're just simply not going to fill a rush Gary size hole on your D line, right? He is, one of the best. He was becoming like one of the best pass rushers in the league this season. So you have to fill in somewhere and we saw it a little bit with the DB blitzes. I'd love to see Quay Walker do it more. Although if you're going to be using him as more of like that run game spy, then you're not going to send him right unless it's an obvious passing down. So um Joe Barry's going to have to continue to get creative with pressure because you simply just can't continue like the rest of the season with only getting like one or two QB hits. It's just, it's not a winning formula. And eventually, quarterbacks are going to just be able to pick your secondary apart because they have all the time in the world.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, again, Derrick Henry can make or break this game, but the Titans are 26th in the league in points for. We talked about it a little bit on the recap show. Um, they're pretty much in line with the Packers. The Packers are 25th in points four, so neither team is putting up a ton of points. And I think that's kind of you know this could be an ugly slog of a game because you've got short week for both teams, injuries. You know the Packers arguably are healthier than the Titans at this point. They have the which luxury crazy. of crazy, right? They they have the luxury of getting to play at home and not having to travel, which helps a lot. It's their kind of weather, which you know the Packers always typically get up for. We're hoping that. You know, there's maybe a little bit of snow, but at least it's going to be cold. Sounds like it'll be in the 20s. It'll be a, a good night game um, under the lights. The Packers are in their all whites. Rogers typically plays really well, as you pointed out on Twitter, <laughs> in the all whites. So, yeah, I mean, this could be just like a a ground and pound, ugly kind of game. But I think if the Packers are able to play mistake free football, which we talk about as such a cliche every week. But, you know, if you're not fumbling the ball away, giving them opportunities the secondary, I think they've had a pick in like seven straight games, and I just don't know if I see Rogers giving them an opportunity this week with how cleanly he's been playing, at least after the Lions game.
1: I agree with you. I think he is definitely in the mindset of, I'm done throwing picks this season. I've hit my quota, and you're not going to see any more from me, um, or at least let's hope. I freaking love the Color Rush jerseys. They are so clean. They are so fun. And yes, Rogers always goes off in them you can look at the stats two players on this team have had their breakout games in the color rush Lazard and Robert Tunyon so who knows maybe it'll be like a Samori Toure or a Josiah DeGora (laughs) breakout game this Thursday night but um I think at the end of the day I think I feel good about a Packers win um score prediction you know look this Titans team is giving up very, very few points. I think it's 84 points in the last six games. It's nothing. So it's going to be a test for this offense who hasn't been able to put up points until last week. But I'm thinking like, like 24-20, 21-20. Something. So it's going to be very close. Um, these are pretty
2: evenly matched teams. But I think at home, Packers, eke got to win. Yeah, I agree with you. I was thinking like 24-17, 21-17, 2420, like you said, like the, just a really, you know, I think both teams will get their points. Derrick Henry, I think will get his touchdown. Like, you know, it's like you said, these guys are going to get their touches. They are some of the best players, in the NFL, but I just think that this Packers defense can do enough to mitigate what the Titans are good at, that if they're able to protect Aaron Rodgers at all on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we've seen, you know, the success that he's had with his young wide receivers and it's, it's a one game sample size at this point. So you can't, you know, put too much stock in it, but if Cobb does come back, you know, we've got Lazard, you've got Watson. We talked about it on the post game show, right? Where everything is opening up. Now there's building blocks for this offense. And I think that this Titans defense, especially in the secondary is another really good building block for this Packers offense to capitalize against. So, Roger stays upright. You're at home at Lambeau. If you can get the running game going at all against the Titans pass rush and keep Derrick Henry under even 150 yards. I mean, I think Tony Pollard went for like 120, you know, so, so there's ways to win the game. Even if he's getting chunks, you just have to mitigate what happens when they get down into the red zone. But you know, that's why we say the games, they play them because on paper we have all the answers here. Obviously we just, we just laid out how to do it. So now they have to go do it. Yep.
1: All right. I think that sums up our preview show. Um, thanks for listening. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at PWSS podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitch at Pax, which he said you can follow Maggie at Maggie J Loney on Twitter and me at Perry underscore Goldstein. Um, we will be back with a Titans recap show might be a little off schedule given that it's a Thursday night, um, maybe with Maggie, maybe with a special guest, <laughs> you will be surprised. Um, and as always, um, go Pack
2: Go. Go, pack, go
0: 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.